Hi everyone, I'm Greg Lambert, and this is the In Seclusion podcast miniseries. As many of us were rushing to work from home at the beginning of the pandemic, law firm security teams were scrambling to ensure that networks and hardware were protected from possible attacks. Today's guest talks about the process he went through during the initial phase of remote work, how he handled the challenges of so many remote workers, and what the goals are now that we have to adjust to a hybrid of office and remote work going forward. Hey, Joel, thanks for taking a few minutes to talk with me today. Appreciate it. No problem. Joel Lytle is the Director of Information Security for Jackson Walker in Dallas, Texas. Looking back now, you know, we're, we're going now into month four of the uh, pandemic and, and being out of the office. Looking back at, at early March, what were some of the security issues that IT departments faced, you know, right from the beginning of the uh, pandemic as we rushed people out of the office to work from home? Well, yeah, there are a number of things that, we've, that we were faced with. One of the first for my team was knowing that now, instead of having a bunch of people in our offices, they were all going to be working from home, which meant that they would be coming in through VPN or coming in through Citrix. And we, we had a good amount of bandwidth for our expected normal usage, mm. but we didn't have nearly enough internet bandwidth to have all those people coming in via VPN at the same time. Uh, so bandwidth was a critical issue for us. We saw it early. Uh, we started talking to our vendors in, in February about adding capacity and making sure that we're able to do that. When the decision was made, uh, it took us you know a week, 10 days to get an additional circuit. It took us hours to actually increase our existing circuits up to a gig, and that really worked out well for us. The other thing that we realized is after about two weeks, we realized that our firewall wasn't really capable of handling as much traffic as we were shoving through it. So we actually needed to upgrade our firewall. Uh, and that kind of led to one of the second big challenges that we faced, and that was with our supply chain. It turns out, who knew, uh, that we weren't the only company in the world that wanted to add extra firewalls to deal with all their newly remote users. Yeah. Uh, so it actually took us six, seven weeks to get a firewall that normally would have taken us 10 days. Mm. Uh, so the supply chain was a huge issue for us. Otherwise, uh, there was also a huge push to get all of our loaner laptops ready to go for people. So we're, we're deploying all these laptops. We got to make sure all the security tools are installed. They're all up to date uh, with their patches and the software versions and all those things, which is another big challenge. Yeah, I, I, I remember going through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was fun. Uh, and we pulled them from everywhere that we could find a device that was portable with the screen. We were grabbing them. You know, a third thing was authentication. For those of our users who work remotely periodically, it's a pretty simple thing. They, they were already used to it. But now we have a lot of staff and uh, LAAs who are now moving out into this remote workforce, and they've never used two-factor authentication. They've never had to enter the username and the password and then try to find a, a token code or a passcode to log in. Uh, so there was a little bit of training to help them get up to speed so they'd be able to do that. So since everyone went remote, how well have the attorneys and the staff maintained uh, security compliance over the past few months? Um, we've actually done a really good job. 
because we use an always-on VPN capability, everyone's laptop or mobile device surface actually connects into the network as soon as it sees a connection. It connects back to our network. All the tools that we already have deployed are able to report in, let us know what they're, if they're missing patches, if they're missing security software, and we're able to push it right back out to them just like they were in the office. Mm-hmm. A little bit slower, uh, but it still works very well. We've, we've not seen any drop really to this point in patch updates, security software deployments, uh, anything getting out of date. So it's been really good for us. Good. Have there been any other common issues that have popped up or I'll, I'll even turn that upside down. Has, have you seen any positive uh, actions uh, during this time from, from people maintaining or being careful with their security protocols? Um, you know, I, I think the, one of the concerns that, that I have is as people are moving off-site or they're, they're depending on their own internet connections, which may or may not be slow, we're trying to keep a close eye on what's happening with our document management system, making sure people are keeping things and using that system because over the VPN, it's a little slower. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're really worried about people who are trying to get around that system. Uh, they're, they're jumping into uh, a Citrix session, which is pretty fast, and emailing stuff to a personal account uh, so they can work on it on their, their home computer rather than uh, through a Citrix VDI session or a laptop through VPN that they feel is a little slow. Right. Um, so, you know, that's one of the big things that we're keeping an eye on. Yeah, and I, I can imagine that uh, the, the types of internet connections, because I know people that have, you know, gig speed network, and then I know people that are using uh, using cell networks. <laughs> because they're they're out in the country, so got to be uh, fun to to handle all those issues. Well, interestingly enough, um, we also found out there we have a lot of people just don't have internet at home. Yeah. Um. So they're trying to use a mobile hotspot or trying to use their cell phone um, from far out in the country to get back into us, and uh, it creates some some special challenges there as well. Yeah. Well, well. Speaking of special challenges, uh, there there are some people that never let a crisis go to waste, and and those are hackers and uh, people that are looking to breach systems. So, I've seen stories over the past few months of there being some security breaches in the legal industry. I think one that we saw was the the one of the state court systems here in Texas. Their website got hacked. And so what are you seeing across the industry of people uh, that, uh, you know, hackers being creative and some of the things that uh, people are running into? Well, uh, Greg, you're absolutely right. Uh, never, never let a, a, a disaster go to waste. Yeah. And that's what we are seeing. Uh, the number of phishing uh, attacks uh, right now is extremely high because there's so much going on in the world. There's covid uh, there's George Floyd, there's, mm. you know, there's hurricane season coming and, and all these different things. And they will use those as subject lines to try to get you to click on the link whenever they can. And, and it's amazingly effective. Uh, you know, the first big summer storm that we get, the first big hurricane hits, you're going to start seeing, oh, you know, donate to the relief. And we're going to start seeing all those frauds coming around too. So yeah. <laughs> um, they certainly do that. You know, another thing that we've seen as a result of, you know, this rush to work from home is a big increase in business email compromise. Uh, 
Um, and what has happened is, as, as a lot of firms, not just law firms, but businesses in general, have said, you know what? We were looking at Office 365. We're going to have all these people working from home. And they're rushing out to Office 365. Uh, but they're not taking all the steps they need to do to protect those accounts, uh, like implementing multi-factor authentication. Hmm. So what's happening is they rush out to the web, and now hackers are using the tax like credential stuffing, where they'll go out and download a great big list and say, okay, uh, who out of this list of 24 million breached accounts work at, say, Jackson Walker? And then they'll go try all those accounts and stolen passwords against an outlook.com uh, to see if we've moved off to Office 365. But what we're seeing is they're getting in and now our attorneys are getting emails from legitimate email addresses, people they know, about subjects that are part of that person's mailbox. Mm. So they're going in, sifting through that mailbox, finding things that are in common, and now starting uh, to have conversations and send attachments and links and, and all those. And it's very, very convincing. <laughs> well, you get, I mean, in a way, you can almost got to appreciate their creativity on, on how they <laughs> They get in. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will tell you. I, I thought I was good about not uh, getting getting fished, but uh, I think you you caught me at least once. So, uh, with your with your test. <laughs> so yeah, we 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 get better and better at them. Uh, well, as we look forward, I think I think we're pretty much. Uh, I I just don't see a way around it. Uh, we're going to have this hybrid working environment going forward, where. Some people are coming into the office and some people are going to stay remote. What does this mean for you when it comes to uh, keeping security uh, as we go forward in this new hybrid situation? Well, I, you know, we mentioned it earlier, keeping connection with our assets, with the firm-owned assets is still going to be critical. Uh, making sure that we can keep people patched and up-to-date, deploying security updates and software updates when we need to, uh, being able to provide remote support for those users, right? Because if they don't, if they if we can't help them, they're going to go click on a link on a web page on how to do this, and the next thing you know, they get a virus. Uh, so that'll, that'll be a big challenge. Um, another huge issue that I think we're going to see is uh, I think IT, and in, in, in particular IT security, we're going to have to expand the services that we offer uh, to our attorneys and staff. And by that, what I mean, what I mean by that is um, we really have to help them know how to secure their home environment the way that we do it when they're in the environment, in our controlled environment. Are they properly protecting their routers and their wireless access points? Um, I've, I've helped out a couple of attorneys and on a whim, uh, tried to log into the routers with admin admin and I got in. So they're not, they're not doing some of those basic things and their attorneys, they don't know that stuff. Right. So we as security professionals, I, we need to start reaching out more to them to help them and say, Hey, have you done this? We need to make sure you do this. Uh, you know, a lot of printers have their own wireless access points and a hacker can get into that and pivot and get into the rest of your home network through your printer if you haven't turned some stuff off. So for me, I think that's one of the big challenges. We've got to reach out, help people understand what the risks are in their home, like the Amazon Echo that's listening to every word we say, yeah. um, you know, and securing those devices. 
<laughs> well, well, we'll just have to change your title to uh, Joel Lytle, uh, Director and Concierge of Information Security. Uh, that, that'll that be a uh, paid fee service, I think, that'll have to be added on top. <laughs> That's a great idea. Well, Joel, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and, uh, and get us up to date on some of the security issues out there. Thanks for the opportunity, Greg. Thanks again to Joe Lytle for joining me today. Remember, we may all be in seclusion, but we're in this together. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Glambert. In Seclusion is produced by Janice Anderson. The music is from Jerry David DeSicca. I'll see you tomorrow.